good morning and welcome to Bear This and That Relationship Radio. I'm your host, Cynthia DeLeonardo. It is wonderful to be here and have the opportunity to be here with you on this beautiful Friday. Woohoo! It feels uh, really wonderful uh, by in my in my neck of the woods today. It almost feels like like it's we're going into fall but but it's refreshing because we've had such such a heat wave you know and which has been absolutely exhausting so it's um it's really refreshing and it's it's a wonderful way to to give us some relief at the start of our amazing weekend so i want to wish you all the very best whatever you're planning on doing this weekend i'm going to do uh, a, a a couple of different things in today's show I want to start off with with uh, going back and renewing what I had given you for the new year to do as a couple. I want to renew that because now we are more than halfway through the new year. Now, it's not such a new year anymore. Yes, <laughs> okay. And uh, and then I want to end, and then I want to conclude it with some questions. You know, when I do my reading and, and, and stuff and, and, and the questions that people ask for relationship questions, I am going to address those types of questions. So it'll be a handful of questions that I could really get into. So I want to open it up today and I want to turn the hands of time back to a little bit more than six months ago when I brought this to you was the begin the highlight of the new year and it's so exciting, right? The new the new year. What does the new year bring for us? It brings opportunity. That's why we're so excited. It brings new polished opportunities, right? Not the old dull things that's been drug around, you know, like a cat around the neighborhood, right? It brings something new, right? We love that. We love our shiny shoes, right? We love the polish on the shiny new car, right? It's got, it's got that new, new coat finish, right? It's really different from even if we've been driving it for a couple of years. You take a close-up look. It's got some scratches on it, right? It's starting to look a little dull. Even when we polish it, it's, it still is never the same as when it comes out anew, right? So we all really love this, right? We love, as much as a lot of us love thrift stores, I do. I'm one of those people. We love to have the opportunity to go into our favorite store in the mall, no matter what, how pricey it is. But we want to just know sometimes that, yes, I can buy something here. You know, we want to know that that opportunity is there for us sometimes, right? If, for some of us, it's all the time, right? But for the other half of us, we want to know that sometimes we can go in and have the same opportunity and get something shiny, new, and beautiful, right? That has not been used and abused by anyone, but that is ours to have and share like, right? Share and like in kind. So let me get on down with it. So at the beginning of the new year, um, you know, I talked about um, rejuvenating our relationship you know, and, and, and how do we do that? There's so many ways that we do it. Rejuvenation is first birthed by our intentions. Okay. You have to want to change. You have to want to freshen something up. It's like doing the laundry at the end of the week. Okay. It's like doing the laundry at the end of the week, right? So how many of you have a hamper of things that have dirtied up and stuff that you're set to do this weekend, right? I'm, I'm sure everyone says, well, we, I do, I do, I do. It's everywhere, yes? 
What if someone came into your house today and said, you can't do that laundry? (laughs) I don't care why it's the way it is, right? Here is the rules for the next six months. You cannot wash any of those clothes. All right. So you got to continue to wear those clothes and be careful and be cautious because that's it. You won't have an opportunity to have a washing machine for another six or seven months. All right. That's the way it is. Don't ask me any questions. I just made up the rules, right? What if something like that were to occur in your life? Okay. And now, and, and, and now you sit and apply that to your relationship. Okay. So what does that look like in a relationship? It may not be so nice. Okay. Right. It might mean it's, it's like saying you're just getting leftovers and whatever's left over in the relationship, whatever we got when we arrive home is it's just what you have to settle with right don't get all uptight about i'm in a bad mood just live with it and suck it up and it'll be okay i promise you right so how many of you live your life like that nobody lives like that nobody live nobody wants to live like that okay a lot of us might be living that dream it is a, a nightmare really what it is right we may be living on that path today But is that something that you really would elect for yourself and your family, your spouse, your partner? Is that something that you would reach out and say, oh, I really, I really want a little taste of that? I don't don't think so, right? This brings me back to our relationship, okay? So every day we have desires wishes and wants and cravings and we want the special toppings we want you know the cherries on top right you want the whipped cream you want all the sides that come with that with with that dog you want all the sauce that goes on that steak you want all the extras that life gives right you want it all because there's nobody that's ever said to you mama never said you couldn't have everything you wished and desired right you want it all you want the gravy on the mashed potatoes and you want the butter in the middle and you want that thing to just be splashed with everything that's tasty the tastiness of life right the stuff that tastes good that's what we want right we want the stuff that is where's the delicious part of this 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 meal you know where's the delicious part of life when does that walk in right we have to create it but what i'll say to you it never walks in without you wanting it okay somebody may even put it on you and right imagine being able to splash people with paint and it's whatever you decide they become (laughs) imagine if we lived in a world like that there was one to show that that i watched like that with with my toddler and you know, if he stepped in a certain kind of paint on some episodes, you know, he would get his wishes and all those, all the, all his desires granted. You know what I mean? So imagine if we could just splash on our moods and wishes and wants and things in our relationships. Okay. So when I say to you people, in order to rejuvenate your relationship, okay somebody in the partnership has really got to want it and sometimes if the other partner is indifferent or is walking in, in in the opposite direction that means the weight on your scale is even heavier okay because now you're carrying the weight of two okay now it's just not one of you having to do all this thing right a lot of and a lot of you know what i'm talking about and at least we've experienced it in some relationship 
okay? Maybe some marriages that are really happening together today, right? But now we're carrying the weight of two, okay? Because now the other one is doing whatever and you're now carrying this thing and, it, and, and it's very heavy, it's exhausting. And the intention in which to do this, to have great results out of these kind of relationships is huge. Okay, the intentions are huge. I mean, those people are paddling. They got the motor on. They got the paddles on both sides. I mean, they are tap dancing. They got everything turned on all the time. They're amazing people. They're the type of people that we wish for, actually, and, and the reality of life, to be honest with you. Because they're the kind of people that when a problem drops, okay, when the, mi- when the milk spills, when the egg cracks, they don't wash their, they don't sit up at the sink and start washing their hands. Those people don't do that. They get down, okay, they clean it up, whatever it takes. They're like, okay, let me clean it up, okay? And they look back on both sides to see what tools they need to clean up the mess, okay? In other words, they don't just walk out the door, Okay? And they don't go to the sink and wash their hands up. Sorry, you know, we're, we're, we're washed. Let me just wash this away. Let me wash this relationship out of my hands and my soul. And now I'm going to walk out the door, okay, so that you don't have to see the gory details, all right? Those are the people that we wish for in, our, in, our, in the beauty of our dreams. Those are the people that we say, where are they when we see them debuting through our friendships, through our relatives, and when we see them from a hand's length, but they're not standing in either one of our sides. Those are the people that we're wishing for, that we want. Okay, so what I say to you when one partner is left, I hate to use this cliche, but when one partner is left holding the bag, that's who these people are. Okay, they're the ones that you can count on. Okay, they're the ones that when stuff starts to get ugly, all right, you, and, and women, you know the men I'm talking about right here. You know the men I'm, I'm speaking about, the ones that still love you at midnight, <laughs> right? When the mascara and eyeliner, right, is run down and we don't know where the line starts and where it ends, right? Right? It is the men that loves you in the middle of the night as they're making passionate love to you. They don't care what you look like, that your hair is this way, that way. They don't care that the makeup's not on. They just love every part of you in and out, no matter what time of day. Those types of people, okay, those are the people who stand by you through it all. Okay, you're never left standing, okay, waiting on that date to arrive. How many women have been sitting at the table? You're waiting, right? I, I think, I thought he said blah, blah, blah time, right? And uh, do I have my time wrong? Is my clock broke or what? Is it me or is it them or, you know, what, what happened here? Those people don't do those things. Those people, whatever time they say they're going to get there, even if they're late, you can expect them. Those people that when things drop and when they fall, right, they're the ones that say, well, how can we put this back together? Those people, okay, those people are are the ones that 
have great intentions for winning. They just do. It seems to be written to their bones. They have great intentions for winning. And that winning is to win at life. They just, whatever it is they're doing, they don't care what it is that they're doing. They just said, I'm going to win here, right? I'm going to win at doing this. I'm going to win at doing that. I'm going to win her. I'm going to win him. I'm going to get that meal. I'm going to earn that meal. You know, those people never walk away from anything. Okay. But here's what I'll say to you. Let me heed a little warning here. If you've ever had those people, the gift of, now that is the gift of life, okay? That is the gift of life to its very sore, of its core, of its very soul. I have a lisp right now, I apologize. That is the gift of life to the very soul of its core, those people, okay? If you've ever had the gift of that standing before you, if you have it today, I say to you, man, and, and it's not about worshiping it or kissing its back and, and, and things. It's nothing like that. Those people just are so happy to be here. And those people will do everything it takes to stand there with you. If they chose you, they have made an enormous commitment in their lives because when those people choose, they really choose. All right, it's not some off the handle type of compulsive thing. When they choose, they really choose with with every ounce of their soul of their soul they chose you okay it's a, it's it's a, these people are amazing if you have those people in your lives i say to you ask yourself the question today what do you want to do with them okay what do you want to do with these people all right are you have you decided to be with them Okay, and being with them is making a commitment and keeping an oath of a promise that somewhere in the relationship you made to them. Okay, so I ask you, where is it do you want to be and show up in their lives? Okay, because a lot of the relationships today are left holding the bag. Okay, and how I open this podcast up today is what do we do to rejuvenate and this is it and, and and we don't know how to rejuvenate things until you go underneath it and see what it's really all about because it's not just oh let me just go get a facial with my husband and all that stuff sometimes it's not that simple that is the gravy that you put on it when everything is is it feels good okay but you must to the core of your being have something to work with by the time you go out and get that facial because otherwise if when if, if you go out and just buy the new car together get the facial together okay at some point on the journey you'll realize that that won't fix the relationship that you still have to do the work and get underneath this thing Okay, right? It's like, it's like bringing your car to, me- to the mechanics and your husband tried to fix it. You're dwindling with it. You don't know what to do with it. And what do we see if we show up an hour early? There's a guy underneath the vehicle, right? He's got it on the lift. It's up high, right? He's on, you know, opened some things out. He took out his tools and he's opened some things up there. Okay, that you weren't willing to do in the relationship. And it means opening things up so that you can see. 
Okay, it means you got to open it. And a lot of times we don't want to see, right? Please don't open that. Don't break, don't do that today. I'm not in the mood. I can't bear it. I got a meeting at, at, I got a meeting this afternoon and I can't have anything alter my mood. Don't go there this morning, right? It's your wife desperately tries to talk to you, okay? We don't want to open it up, okay? Don't spoil our meal. We're having a good meal. Yes, don't do that right now. I don't want to go there. As, 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 as our partner tries to open something up, right? Okay. Here's what I'm going to say to you. To rejuvenate anything, it means to restore life, to breathe life into it. It's like when we're struggling for air and we get oxygen. We must breathe air into it, okay? But in things, when we're trying to fix something, right, we got to go get the glue, <laughs> Right? We got to go get, we got to get underneath the car. We have to open it up. Okay. We got, we, it means we got to get our hands dirty. Okay. So when, when you decide that your something's going on with the relationship and you want to keep it rejuvenated, the only way that you can do it is to sometimes get our hands a little soiled, whatever, you know, maybe not. It's a chance we take. Right, some vehicles we go in and people keep it so right. We know those people. You 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 ever had those cars in your shop? You're like, what the hell? This guy's in here every day cleaning this thing. You know, there's no oil or grease anywhere. Okay, it's immaculate inside. You ever have a? I, and I know auto mechanics have these stories. They can write books. You know about the cars that come in, right? Some of them come in and all the grease and oil and right. You see those auto mechanics sometimes, right? They come out. You call them out. They come out from underneath on the roller, and 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 they look like the kid in in the Peanuts, right? <laughs> Charlie Brown, right? They look like Linus, man. They got all this. You don't know where it starts, where it ends. It's like, man, dip this man in the shower, please. I can't talk to him like that, right? It's a bit, it's like horrible, right? To rejuvenate something, we have to open things up. And, and when you open it up, all depending on your, how you've main, been maintaining the relationship is also depending on what you're going to find and discover when you open it up. So if you've been going along in your relationship and it's been clean, okay, you're in it all the time, okay? Ain't a whole lot of skeletons in there. One, one or two things may fall out and hit you in the head, but you know what? It's not going to hurt so bad, right? It's like those little nip balls, right? You know, they, they look like real basketballs coming at you, and they hit you, and it's like, it's like a cotton ball hitting the surface, right? It's nothing, right? So how your relationship has been maintained, okay, it's all depending on what you'll discover when you go to rejuvenate something. And rejuvenation is all the time. It's really, you know, sometimes it's not all the time. Sometimes it's every three months, you know, I got to, let me take a look here. And the reason that is because life takes us in a lot of different directions on our journey. We're busy, right? How many of us have these amazing careers? We're in marriages, we have children, and we're just, you know, Thank God we have this love thing on schedule because it, it may not ever happen if you weren't in my in my calendar, right? If you want to if you weren't on my schedule, I may have not made love to you two nights ago, right? So there's some people that are just that busy that everything's got to be scheduled if you really want it to happen. 
and all along in their relationship they they really maintain but what also happens to, is the tremendousness of their busy lives you know they're raising children and there's always one person in particular that that gets the brunt of raising life okay because the other one is so busy right so someone in the relationship someone has agreed to to take more of the responsibility whether it be you're the you're the number one earner so you're the one paying all the bills all the time whatever roles you've taken and sometimes those roles switch up you know depending on the phase of life that we're that we're living yes you know you're, you're spending more time with the children now but when they get older and when i and i start to decline and loosen up on my schedule i'll spend more time with them it's like that but we get so busy that we miss a lot of the little things okay and the little things uh, which appear to some people not to be anything is enormous okay it's and the little things come in forms of lack of gratitude sometimes you know when people are right every day that you go home there's a meal they're waiting for you you know is it's 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 invaluable that worth you know what I mean every day that you get home there's somebody at the door waiting for you. That used to be me at one time, and I'll tell you, it's a, it's a really beautiful story, but it's very funny. My husband gave light to it one day uh, when, I, when I was working full-time. And my schedule was, was really routine because even though I had a partner, you know, we, we shared the responsibility. And let's face it, I took on the role that, you know what, let me work hard all day because there is a certain time that I really do want to arrive home. I, do, I don't want to get home when, when, when there's no life in my family left, not one ounce of energy to be had. I want to get home at a timely hour that I can get home and enjoy these people. And they got a little something left still, right? So I used to get home and it was like clockwork and and uh from one of my windows you could see the vehicle turning into the community <laughs> my my mother pointed that out she's you know like i could see you pointing in it and she would be and she took note and she thought enough of me to say you know i i, I could see you from the window and it just i think it broke my heart open when she said that because what she was saying is that she was standing there looking for me to turn that corner to come home every day when she was living with us, that somebody would stand and wait at the window and watch for you in earnest, you know, to that, that your existence is that big to them. It's, 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 it's really, a, it's really a, a heartbreaker and a tearjerker, you know. But, you know, so what used to happen to me is um, I don't know how my son got on to me, but somehow, every time I pulled into the garage, just at the start of the door opening, the dog would be out there with my kid. <laughs> it was the funniest thing. And I could barely get my door open. And my son was there, and the dog was jumping up, you know, at the door. And both of them were completely in elation. It was, it was, and, but you know something? I never took that for granted. You know, and my husband pointed that out. He said, they never do that for me. <laughs> I mean, he said, why don't they ever do that for me? He said, I come home and no one's in the garage, you know. He said, it's true. He said, they, he said, he said what they do, because he sat me down and said, he said, you know what they do? He said, they run out into the garage. And he said, the, the kid runs out and the dog follows. And they're, and they're like, both panting in the garage waiting for that door to open for you to get home 
He said, and no one ever does that for me, damn it. You know, I'm Gumby, damn it, right? For me, now that's a reality, unfortunately. Uh, so <laughs> my husband, you know, and, and he was giving me my glory that day and pointing something out to me. I mean, I appreciated it. I did. I did. I loved it. And, but I would say to you, very honestly, I never expected it. I really appreciated it because it did happen every day, okay? And even before my son was born, it happened. The dogs would be crazy. My husband said and my mother said, she said, they sit and they watch at the patio window, you know? She said, they actually know when you park the car, they watch you. And she said, and they actually have it time that when you're going to get to the front door and they would be crazy. And my husband said it then too. He said, they never do, they'd never do this for me. Why? You know? He said, when I come in, they're like, almost like pissed off, you know? You know, it's, 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 it was possibly a daddy issue. I don't know what it was, but, um, it was one of those simple things in life that really costs no amount of money that gives you so much glory to the core of the soul of what you represent in life, right? That something that has life would give you that much glory to allow you to know that your existence means that much to them, okay? It's the little things, people. This was a little thing. It was a little thing, but it hid behind the shield of something tremendous, okay? It appeared as a little thing, right? They're meeting me at the door. They're very happy. That's great, okay? I wasn't the kind of parent that shooed the dog, oh, get out of here. You're going to scratch the car. I didn't do that, okay? I didn't say, what are you doing? Don't you have homework to do? Let me get in. And I didn't do that. I was so happy to see my, my child and so happy that the dog was there. Like both of them, were, you know, they, they were, it was hysterical. It was every day. And it didn't matter the day. It was always, okay? Those are the little things that I, that I speak about right now, that, that they hide behind the shield of something tremendously big, okay? So the little things, people really matter. So the little things that we do for people in our relationships, I really want you to see them. And I want, really want you to go behind of the shield, what they hide behind. It's tremendous, okay? It's invaluable, and it's things sometimes that take on the appearance as being really small, okay? But without all those things, our life becomes very insignificant, okay? And it's what, it's what my husband was pointing out, okay? He was like, they don't do this for me. But he, he was, it wasn't, he wasn't angry. He, he would laugh about it. He would laugh because he, he, he liked giving me the glory. He just did. He enjoyed it. He wasn't the type of man that got angry with the wife or the mother. You know, he was happy about it. He was like, they love you so much. You know, he would be laughing, chuckling about it. He said, they do. He said, look at that. He said, they love you so much, you know. He said, it's amazing. He said, but they really don't do that for me, you know. And he would laugh about it, right. So it, it went like that, right. He didn't say it to make me feel bad. He actually, or to take away anything from me. He said it to give me something. And it really, it was highlighting a, a glory for me, which, which was amazing that he could do that. Not everybody reacts that way. 
but it's those types of things, people. And those kinds of things takes on many forms in our everyday life. People do these things and we overlook them, okay? Or we look past them, okay? And they, they, they uh, for you, for which, in, in, for, for you, for which in your receiving, okay? It has no value because you don't see it, okay? It ha- it, there's no gem waiting for you. There's no pearl in the shell. There's nothing there for you. You simply are looking past it and looking over it. Therefore, the gift of life that it's really giving you, you cannot receive it. Okay, are you with me? You can't receive it because you can't see it. And what you cannot see, okay, and what you're overlooking has no value, okay? It has no value. So when I say to you today to rejuvenate things, we can rejuvenate relationships and do this and that and all these things. So we realize and we wake up one day that now we have a circus, you know, running through our home, right? And what I mean by that is, is all the entertainment. There's on, the, on this corner, on this side of the wall, you got this going on in the high wire. And now they're going to jump from a, mi- a million feet and blah, blah, blah. That now you have all these things that you're trying to do in every space that's emptied in your home to get these people's attention. Because what all the little things, you, you, you can't seem to get their attention for some odd reason, right? And, and, and even with a circus, you can't do it. So what I see to you is... Um, Rejuvenation and rejuvenating relationships is with the intentions of both partners, okay? It doesn't have to be balanced, okay? It doesn't. Someone's partner might give a little bit here and you might be given a little bit more. Just as long as you're both in rhythm and you're both doing it and moving in the same directions of those intentions. That's what lifts and sustains a relationship and create something amazing all the time, just all the time you're able to create something, okay? It's not always, well, I'm giving 50% today and maybe I'll give you 80 tomorrow. It doesn't matter. Don't even work it like that. Don't do the math in your personal intimate relationships. That's for business. Leave that for the office. When you arrive there, you start doing the math, okay? When you're at home, okay, I asked you to don't use, use scorecards, It'll mess you up. It really will because now it becomes like you're in a boxing ring. You know what I mean? Here's the score today. You know, because you, you cannot calculate the emotions of a human being and, and then toss it off to a scorecard of how they're feeling today. Life is too distracting. We have too much going on, so much that we're juggling and dealing with. It's really unfair to write a score on someone's mood and their life. It's just unfair. And, and I, I'm very against doing it. And I don't do it, okay? It's keeping a tally on, 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 on personal business, okay? And I say to you, do that in the office, okay? Do it in the office, all right? Do it in the office. Because there's going to be days, there's going to be a lot of days in your life, a lot, and I mean a lot of days in your life, that people need grace. They've earned grace, and they deserve grace, and they should not be scored at all, 
You understand what I'm, where I'm getting at? There's so many days in our lives that we need grace. And what, how does that calculate? If you want to do the scoring thing, it means, wait a minute, look at what they're dealing with. Such and such happened, that shoe fell, this one got thrown, that rock broke, you know, broke this and that, you know what I mean? You cannot do that to someone's life, okay? That's business, people. Leave that for your office, okay? You know, children need grace. We need grace. We need space. We need integrity. We need forgiveness. We need all those things. Anything but a number calculated to the score of our lives. We don't need that. Okay? You will never be able to find a number that will be able to equate someone's life. Even when we're playing games. Leave it for the fun and games. Okay? So if you want to sit down and play fun and games for the day with your partner. You say five's the highest, one's the lowest. I'm going to give you a five today. Great. But what happens on the day where they need grace and you give them a low score, okay? Do you see how that could possibly weigh in unconsciously into the damage and to the future of that relationship? It's a, it's a, it's a relationship of future doom is what, it, is what you're doing, okay? Without really realizing the intentions of what you're doing and how you're living, okay? So I ask you, get the scorecards out of the intimate relationships. You're not in a boxing ring, Okay, you're not in the in, in, in the business office cutting the checks in your home. You're in your home. Okay, leave that for business only. Okay, because there'll be days that people will give you thirty percent, and some days they'll give you fifteen. You know what? Some miraculous days they'll give you a hundred, a full one hundred. Perfect, perfect thing. Okay. But when you start keeping score, it'll ruin everything. And then when people realize that you've been keeping tabs on them, it'll doom everything, okay? Because nobody wants that, okay? Nobody wants to know that you've been keeping tabs on them, all right? Nobody wants that. It's a real, it's a mood killer, okay? And a, dis- and a relationship destroyer. It, it's awful, okay? All right? Leave it for the fun. If you're playing a game one day, but make sure you're playing a game that day. And this doesn't go into the portfolio of real life towards each other or against each other, okay? Because if you start using numbers to tabulate where you are in your relationship, you could be unconsciously calculating a relationship of doom, okay? Good intentions, no matter how much your partner has, as long as they're going in the same direction as you. That's all that counts, okay? That's all that counts, people. Okay, so the question is, are they moving in the same direction as me with good intentions to keep rejuvenating our relationship? Yes, yes, you're good, okay? Don't worry about how much they're lagging, you know, the tortoise and the hare type of thing. Don't worry about that. They'll do what they can do when they decide to do it or when they can do it, period, okay? Just keep doing what you're doing. Keep showing the love that you have for them. Never mind what they're doing. You love this person? Is it yes? Well, then you stay there and keep doing what you're doing, okay? That will always be the bottom line in every relationship. But what is the bottom line here? You really need to 
have a real awareness of reality on what is your bottom line. Is the bottom line that you love these people? Or is the bottom line is you really don't love them, but you're still there, okay? If you really love people, okay, if you really love people, always reach for the bottom line. If you're ever confused in the relationship, you got all these conflicts going on, right? However they're coming at you, it doesn't matter. If you're conflicted about your relationship, I want you to go to the bottom line, okay? And that is... And that is the same as in business, right? At the end of the day, for business, that what? Well, I don't know. How did we do today? Well, let's look at the bottom line, right? That 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 is the golden rule of life, okay? Because that means what actually really matters here is is really always going to be the most important, okay? What really matters is always going to be the most important thing in your relationships. You really, and, and if you have to ask yourself that every day of the week till you get your head on tight, then, then do that till your head's on tight, okay? So that it doesn't look and flip around and, you know, you don't know where it's going. Until it's on tight, ask yourself that every day. What is the bottom line here? And, and I tell you, a really good therapist will tell a, a couple that. A couple that comes in and says, well, I don't know, things are kind of falling apart. You know, a good therapist will say, what is, what, what, because it's also saying, what do you want here? What do you want to happen? What is the bottom line? You have to, we have to know that. And if you're struggling in your relationship to make it work, keep going to that. And that is the very thing that will give you the lift that will encourage your relationship to stand. It will give you a lift, okay? No matter how slowly, (laughs) right? It will give you the lift that you need for the relationship to be strong enough to stand on its own two feet without it having to be wedged up and lifted by something, okay? Because sometimes in relationships, especially in the long ones, man, we got to hold that thing up. We don't care how we do it, right? Hold that thing up, right? When we see trees swaying from left to right, they're very weak, right? What do some good souls do? They, They go ahead and they... They, 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 they get something and to, to straighten it out so it grows correctly until it gets its strong on by itself so the roots really take the nutrition, okay, and that it can stand without any support on all around it, right? That's what you have to do, people, if you really want to rejuvenate something. What's, you have to open it up, Okay. You have to see what's in it in order to clean it. And a lot of us that we don't want to go there. We never find the time. We don't want to clean it. We don't want to do You have to do it. Okay. That's the only way that you can rejuvenate something. And I would say to you, if you're in a relationship and you're living extremely busy lives, okay, an extremely busy life can't juggle all these things all the time. You can try and you can do your very best as all that we can ever promise each other. But the truth of the matter is, is when you're running at, 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 at accelerated speeds in life, carrying a household and raising lives, it, it's, it takes something. So in every period, I always tell people, don't wait annually, Jesus, you know, the wheels could have fallen off if you wait, every, you know, you know, the New Year's to see, oh, what's going on in the relationship? It could be very scary. All right. I say to do it every quarterly, and it's when I started doing with myself in business and in my personal relationships. In business, I would do the same thing. How am I doing? Instead of waiting to be called under the carpet or waiting for the, the, um, 
the, the, the position for which my turn came up to meet with the boss, right? We all know we have to, to do our meeting to see where we're at in the organization. Well, how about know where you're at before you get there? You meet with the boss, right? I, I, right? Some, and people used to almost be having a nervous breakdown. I don't know how I'm doing. I got a meeting. They really, some of them didn't want to show up to work because they knew they had a meeting with the boss and doing their six-month or annual review or whatever it was, right? And I came up with, with my own system, and I'm like, well, I know I have a, a six-month review, and we always knew well in advance. And I was like, well, why wait till I have the review to know where I'm really at? Let me check out where I'm at. Let me run my numbers, okay? Let me evaluate my own self right before I get there. So I would evaluate myself every three months. I would look at all my numbers and do all my number crutching and, and, and but then but but to be really honest with you, I used to keep books on myself manually long before the computers and all the accounting and all the magic, you know, we, we, we started to do so simply all these applications that now we can download, you know, for a fee or not to always see where we are day to day. Right. But manually when we had to do these things. I kept an everyday manual of everything, of my collections, right? Because we do the same thing in business. You got to sit in with the account. Well, you know, you haven't collected and this and that. And, and, the, and the salesperson, you're like, they're like all stunned and surprised. It's like you should know where you're at, man. You should know where you're at all the time. If this is your business and you care about it, right? You should really truthfully know where you're at every day. Okay, and it should never come as a surprise that somebody's got to now deliver this news to you. Uh, you know, you could be canned by this afternoon. No one should ever, ever have to have the responsibility to give you that news. And, and the same is applicable to our personal intimate relationships. We really should know where we're at day to day. Okay, but when I say to you, uh, do every three months don't wait for six months don't wait for a year okay daily kind of you know kind of look to see what's happening you, there should be a consciousness that's turned on all the time you know in your core maybe you're not saying anything but there should be an awareness around everything for, it, it's healthy okay i give you this advice because it's very healthy not only does it maintain healthy people but it is amazing applied to any relationship that you always know what's happening, okay? That, that, and, and, what, and what does this mean? It means you're not going to be blindsided, you know, when, right? Some of us come, the, the person comes, well, I want a divorce. What, 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 what do you mean? Okay, they're all shocked and surprised. Well, can't you see, you know, what's been happening between us? That's what the other partner says. Well, where have you been for the last year? Okay, that's right. Isn't that what they say? How is it that you not know that I'm really not here, right? Have an awareness of what's going on in your relationship. And it's, 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 a, it's a mini little thing that we do every day. It's, 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 it's like looking at the clock. What time is it, right? It's, 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 doing a, it's checking all your systems, right? Before we take our road trips, when we go on vacation with our families, what do we do? Even if we don't do it personally, we take it to the auto mechanic, right? And we say, how is it? Test, I want to check the tires because I'm going to take it for a ride, right? 
we test our systems. Okay, we check everything out. All right, to make sure that the car is, is, is not going to get stuck in the middle of the desert. Right, that's what we do. Yes, we have to apply the same mechanical methods of systems to our own family. Okay, we have to do those things. Okay, how is everything going? And 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 if you do that on a daily basis, nothing will ever come as a shock to you that. Every day, or every week, or the weekend, or where you'll take out your tools and say, "I could see, I see this, have an awareness around it, but don't let it sit and collect dust. Do something." Okay, that's one of my famous words: is is put together, knitted together. Is do something. Okay, you have to do something. All right, don't just sit there and watch it collect dust. Okay, and further break or, or be damaged. Do something. Okay. It's a little bit here, a little bit there, and now it's not a problem. Okay, so when I say to you, as you're coming and going and the very busyness of your lives, keep doing something <laughs> for what you see. All right, and every three months, if you want to sit down and share and go, hey, you know, I'm really proud of us. That's because it feels good when you're working that hard and you're maintaining and you're sustaining, and you're in you because you are in a partnership. You really want to sit down and congratulate each other because it is amazing what you do. It's amazing what we do. We really should sit down and really, you know, put our heads around this, right? You know, look at what we did compared to this year's is compared to last year. And Jesus, what about five years ago? Look at how far we've come. Look at where we are today. It's a form of a celebration, people. Okay, it's celebrating you in partnership. It's celebrating your lives individually, but it's celebrating you in unity with you in partnership and you together and your family. It's an amazing thing to do with your lives. It really is. Okay, and I say do it every quarterly. Okay, heck, the kids may not even know what you're doing. Okay, you know, take them to, you know, everybody go to their favorite place, go to the buffet. Everybody will get everything they they desire and want to eat. I don't know. Whatever it is that your people love to do, okay. But celebrate your lives every quarterly, three months. You know, look at how we're doing. You can take a look at the children you're raising. Like, wow, you know, three months ago they weren't doing that. Look at what that. You know what I mean? Celebrate, okay. It doesn't have to be a doom and gloom and meet and greet to open up things, okay. If you're maintaining all the while. You'll never open up the bottom of that car and have it, and and be a complete mess from head to toe. You've been maintaining. You've been cleaning. You've been sustaining. You've been very. You've been, you've been, accountable and responsible for everything that you're creating and doing. Okay, that's the difference there. It's amazing, isn't it? So, <laughs> right, do all those things, and I'm telling you, life is beautiful. It really is. It's beautiful. Uh, every little thing that people give you is is something big to be cherished behind it. It's it's unbelievable. Really open up your eyes so that you can really see the beauty that comes at you every day, day to day, and it's and it's packaged in all kinds of ways. How it how it how it enlivens you, and you don't even realize it. Okay, you don't even realize it. Okay, until all, none of those things are now happening for you or to you. Okay. So, 
What I want to do is I want to conclude this podcast with the rejuvenation, rejuvenating your relationship, okay? And I really wanted to wrap that time around it because it really, something that big in your life really deserves that kind of time. It really deserves it because you deserve it, okay? Everybody deserves that time. Uh, I want to say if you have some stories of what you do to maintain, sustain, that's what this is, your relationships, rejuvenation, you know, whatever your magic is, your system that you have in place for which you create your magic. I'd love to hear about it. I really would. I'd love to hear about it. And if you're willing to share it, you know, I'm all ears. I want to thank all of you who uh, allow me to know and, 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 and to see that you see me you know, on social media and that you're reading what I do. And I really appreciate it, really. You know, I really, really do. I appreciate it because I'm doing it for you. All right. I'm sharing myself with you as a service. So thank you that you see me. And for those of you that appreciate me, I can thank you more. For the people who listen, thank you so much. If you know someone that you can share, my podcast with that it would help them it would bring something special to their lives you know what not only would it be wonderful for me but you'll be helping them out tremendously right so i want to conclude this thursday thankful it is thankful thursday i started the weekend to you too soon but it kind of is the start of the week and we start preparing right i know we start preparing on thursday for the weekend right uh, I want to ask you to have an amazing Thursday and an appreciation for thank to thankful Thursday. That's why I did this show today. I want you to bring this home today and do something with it today, this week. And don't let a week go by without doing something with your relationship if you've listened to this show. Thank you so much. Have an amazing day and God bless you until next time. Good night. And welcome back. <laughs> welcome back to Beer This and That Relationship Radio. I promised you at the beginning of this particular specific podcast that the second part of my show would be questions. So what I've done is I've taken questions that, that I see out there that people ask. And some of them are kind of bizarre, but it's, it's reality. You know, this happens to a lot of people, right? So, you know, relationships sometimes are very complex Uh, very complicated, delicate things for which we have no answers to. So I'm here to do that for you, okay? So I'm going to uh, just put some questions out there and uh, and then answer them, okay? So if this applies to you, well, get on down with it. Here you are. One of the things that I see a lot that's a reality, and I've heard and even I've known some people who've had this experience is, help me, right? I don't know how I'm going to do this, but I've just discovered that my ex is dating my girlfriend. I can't believe it. Okay. I'm, I, and, and, I, and I, I don't know how to go forth and now handle this. Please help me figure this out. Okay. Well, you know, that, that happens to a, to a lot of relationships. And to be quite honest, a lot of those relationships actually go forth in marriage. I've heard that a lot of that uh, 
that those relationships actually marry. Here's 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 what I'm here's what I'm going to say to you is um, it's very very delicate as you're feeling. That's that's why this question's out there, you know. But how do you feel about your ex? And you're really going to have to come to terms with that. And, and let me walk you through it. Okay. So let me, because you're not there for me to, to ask you these questions, let me walk you through the questions that you might be asking. The reason you might be feeling a certain way emotionally and disturbed by, by your girlfriend uh, seeing your ex is because you, you still have some sort of You still have some feelings for them, okay? There's still, there's still something there that, and sometimes we don't realize we have those feelings there. Why don't we realize it? Because we move forward, okay, in a, in a direction that, you know, most of the time is in the opposite direction of your last partner, right? So we move on and we move forth in directions that, well, you don't really know what happened to them, right? I, last time I saw them, we were standing on this porch before we said goodbye. And that's all you remember, right? And it, and, and what happens is, 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 is we're allowed to kind of close that part of our heart, right? And we kind of, we put it into storage. I don't believe you can never close the part of your heart that's ever loved anyone. I think it will always be there, but it kind of goes in hibernation, okay? It, it goes in hibernation. And then as we get older, and, it's, and, and maybe some things that you see in memory will put light to them, those cherished memories now that you have, right? But when we, when we, when we split with our partners, we go in opposite directions and for the most part you know things are able to close and heal and go through the proper channels okay but here's what happens if the very opposite happens now you've gone in opposite directions and now you show up someplace with your bestie and here comes your ex in tow <laughs> okay so something that you're trying to close okay, is now sitting before you presently. Ouch, okay. Um, and that's why I opened it up. It depends on how you left it with your ex, how you broke up is depending on the emotions will now be, will, will, will let fire, will light fire too, all right? So if you close with your ex and you know, it was bad or it's not speaking terms. And sometimes it's not even bad. Sometimes it's just like, you know what? It's, um, sometimes people are relieved. Have you ever split with someone and you're not angry? No one's angry, but you're relieved. It's over. It's like, oh my God, man. I thought that would never end, right? You're just relieved it's over. And, 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 and that moves you in a different direction. And all, and all will be good eventually, Yes. But when you discover that that person now has, has now arms into your life, some people hate that. They're like, I don't want them to know what I'm doing. You know what I mean? Thank you very much, right? I don't want them to know who I'm now dating. You know, some people, when they cut it off, they want to know that they cut off all access, all right? And now to know that the ex now has access from you is painful, all right? It's a big Band-Aid, man, right? And it's a Band-Aid and it's an ouch. It's never going to heal as long as you have that relationship 
with, with, with that person, your bestie, whoever it is, all right? Sometimes people, I've heard that it's the, that it's the sibling, ouch. That it's the sibling, it's the sister or the brother, right? That all along they had their eyes on that person, but you didn't know it because they were so polite and they stood back because it's, it's what you do, right? How many of us that you, your, your sister brought someone home and a guy home, right? And you were like, oh man, right? You're salivating in the closet, you can't show it. But you're like, oh my God, why didn't I you know, see that first, right? That happens in a lot of, in a lot of families, right? And, and what, and, and then they break up. Okay. And all along you had like this secret crush out in hiding. And now you have made the decision, ouch, to act on it. (laughs) Right. You've made the bold decision to act on it. It's a bold decision, man. It takes a lot of courage. Yes. It's one thing to be besties and, and have friendships do that. But when it's somebody in the family, ow, you know, oh, man, that hurts, man. Ouch. <laughs> uh, that's the way it goes. And that is the way it goes. A lot of times, people, it goes that way a lot of times. And here, I'm, let me walk you through it. Let me walk you through the heartache, okay? What, what, what I would say to you is to really get down with your, with your, with your friend and um, have the conversation of how you really feel, okay? You know, I really was, was hoping that this person really would not now have access to me. And now because of you, now they're going to be part of the family. Are you going to marry this person or what? You know, because those are the questions that now become real, Okay. Uh, you know, so it becomes like walking on eggshells, and there are some families that 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 fall away. Okay, that all of a sudden you realize I haven't spoken to my sister in, in, in five years because of who they chose their partner to be. Right, and all of a sudden there's a, there's 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 not a, a pebble, a rock in the way. It's a boulder in the way. It's like holy Christ, what it's going to take to move that thing out of the way? I don't think I, I have the courage to do it. Okay. When your relationships are really significant, there's a lot of us that fall in and out of love of people, right? So quickly. Okay. But if this is someone that a sibling, okay, come on, it's family. This is a friend that you really love. It's part, they're part of your life. You cannot separate ways because of, of a new partner that they chose. I would say to you, tell your your bestie or your sibling how you feel you you have to do it because here's what happens here there's a side of them that they cannot see and feel and it's very important for them to know what you're dealing with because there'll be extra sensitivity around it okay it just will be it doesn't mean that they're going to uh, back out of your family. It just means they'll, they'll, they'll be extra cautious and have more empathy around it. And this is very important. And there's some work here you're going to have to do. And the work you're going to have to do is have that conversation. And you're going to have to have that conversation. You're going to have to sit at the big girl, big boy table when you have it. Okay. You're not allowed to sit at the grade school table. Not on this conversation. Not on this dime. Okay. This is not a dime conversation. You're going to have to, you're going to, have to put down a whole quarter. Okay. A whole quarter. Right. That means you're going to be sitting down at the big girl, big boy table. 
you, you tell them how you feel, all right? Their light will go on, okay? Because now they're going to share that with their new partner, okay? Your ex. And these people are now going to have more empathy around your emotions, okay? A little sensitivity, all right? Until this thing, until this thing has a little more air inhaled into it. And what that means is time, okay? As time goes along on the road and if everybody behaves accordingly okay doing the right thing okay then this these both of these relationships will do great and the success for the relationships will be huge okay but you do have to have that talk okay you're not allowed to go to your 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 person whoever that person is and throw an ultimatum at them and say how dare you i can't believe you don't do that okay don't do that it's just please okay people love who they love sometimes and uh you really gotta understand love to really enroll in this okay the heart is 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 one of those things in our lives that we could succumb to or we could sit back and shut it off, okay? So if people are, are you know, going with who they really love, just let them, okay? It's just not worth it. Allow them to be with who they chose. Maybe they chose them before you did and you just happened to luck out and get them first. However it happened, all right? This love thing sometimes it has no rhyme or reason for what the heart feels. So if your person is in love with your ex, just let them be, okay? And I promise you, when you go in with that mentality, the acceptance for what is happening will be good. You'll accept it, and you'll be able to deal with it. And what it will do, it will, it will unhandicap you, okay? Because if you don't go in this way, it's going to handicap your life, okay? It's going to destroy you, all right? You're going to focus on this and you're going to focus big on it, okay? And the other thing that will happen is you won't be able to move forward with another partner. You won't be able to move forward with another partner. You will be angry, you will be bitter, and you're not going to be good to you and you're not going to be good to, to the future partner in your life. Let go of it. Okay. It's not a child you're losing here. It's not a child you're losing here. This was a romance that you both decided it was ended. It's a whole different it's a whole different set of rules here, people. Okay. All right. This is not an animal that you own and this is not a child that belongs to you. This is a relationship. And relationships have two options every single day every day that's the reality of being in love you can both wake up and say let's keep do- let's do this it's one of my famous three words you can wake up and say let's do this or one of you could say it's over and that's the reality and you have to know that and completely enroll in that every day in your relationships that somebody could say this is over or both of you could you know, skip around and say, let's do this, man, it's on, right? 
it's part of accepting taking on a, a marriage. It's part of a, a taking on any relationship, dating or otherwise. Okay, it's it's it's, and and I tell you, I we should have more counseling on relationships. I think a lot of us jump into things and we have no idea what's coming. You know what I mean? That Mack truck man laid me out, and I never even saw it coming because we don't know what we don't know. And that's why I do this show, because we don't know what we don't know. Sometimes we, we only know by experience, and sometimes that, that experience could be almost deadly. You know what I mean? Um, it's a responsibility of the relationship that you know, okay, that you're aware of. And, and that's how a lot of people are, are, have the ability to split, and they're good, and they're still friends, because they accepted that when they enrolled. They're like, this is where they were just thankful that they had what they had when they had it. Right? You ever meet people like that? They're like, we're good. You know, I wish them the best. They're happy over there across the street. Yeah, they got with my best friend. But you know what? What I didn't know is that my best friend wanted them before me. It's all good. Okay. Enroll in that. Once you enroll in that, you will be able to take off the braces right because we're almost in a wheelchair when we find this sound it's like what you know it's it stuns your whole life it's like you've been hit by, 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 by the elephant target you know <laughs> what they put what what they target the elephants with to put them to sleep right it's like wait a minute it paralyzes you yes enroll in this and enroll in it a hundred percent in your relationships it's one of the it is one of the healthiest things you can give yourself before you get into any relationship, enroll in it could happen every day or not. And who they, and who they go with is really kind of like not my business. It's just that's the way it is, people. We have a choice, okay? And who the heart wants to go with or not is, 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 is what they decide, okay? And, and, by try, and, and when you say to someone you can't do that, what you'll do is you'll lose that relationship. You'll lose them. When you say, how dare you, you can't go that direction, and you're telling people that they're in love with it, they can't be with someone that they love, you will lose that, those people, okay? And there's a lot of families today that don't share Thanksgiving table, okay? And, and, and it, it's, it's like that, right? a lot of Thanksgiving meals that are not sitting in the unity of family today because of a lot of all this, okay? Whatever the story is, it's, 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 it's being impossible to people, okay? Throwing an ultimatum and integrating, and, and integrating people's lives of what they can't do and what they should be doing, okay? You just sometimes there's a call that you cannot make on someone's life, and I'm just telling it to you straight going back to how I started talking to your person, your, 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 your point person, we'll say, is the best and the healthiest thing. So this way they know what you're dealing with. Okay, but don't go at them yelling or anything. Just say, you know what, that kind of hurts me. You know what I mean? That hurts me. You know, I, 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 I'm sorry to know it, but it does hurt me. And I want you to know that I'm hurt about it, but I want you to help me deal with it. That's what I want you to do, okay? It's hurting me, but I want you to help me deal with it, okay? I want your actions to help me heal. That's what you say to these people. 
And I'm going to say, be very honest with you, if those people are worth the weight that you have put on them in your life, then they'll do this for you. They will. They'll do anything for you because you love them. They love you. You love them. Yes. And go to them like that. Help me heal on this thing. Just help me, please. Right. I don't want to hurt you. I don't want to hurt them. Help me through this. All right. So that everything will eventually be good. And you know what? I would recommend to them, if you all were sitting in the same room, I would say, help them. (laughs) You got to help them through this. All right. That's the best thing. You really want to be your hero here and be and be worth your value. You will help them through this since that's who you decided to be with. Okay. (laughs) All right. It's like that. That's what I see to you on, on, on these questions of life. Okay. Questions of the heart. Okay. And, um, what will happen in time, people, is the healing process will occur. And unbelievable for which you thought you could enroll in, you'll see something amazing happen. What you're going to see is you're going to get to know a different side of that person that you didn't even know existed because you didn't know them like that. Okay. So now they'll, instead of appealing to your intimate side, they're now going to appeal to a whole different side of you. Friendship. Okay. They'll be coming to you now in friendship. Now you have an opportunity when you're ready. I don't, I don't say do this immediately because you can't. Okay? That, 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 that would be an unrealistic thing to, to force anyone to do. It's a, it's a slow process. But what will happen in time if, you're really, if everyone is fully invested, what will happen here is they will start appealing to a different side of you and vice versa. Okay. And it will be appealing. And it will be so appealing that you'll fall in love with that. And, and you'll forget about the intimate times. I'll be something far away that you don't even remember. Okay. You won't even remember, eh, you know, it was a little crush, whatever. It didn't happen. Those two were best fitted together. Look at them. You know what I mean? Look at them. You know what I mean? I'm glad I wasn't standing in the way of that because look, look at them. It's disgusting. You know what I mean? So, it will it will allow you to unlock your heart and get it and, and get your heart out of jail because if you don't if you go the opposite direction you will put your heart in jail and you won't be able to receive or give to anybody you just won't and you want to know something i actually knew someone like that and i didn't know her really personal but i knew her well enough to know that this had happened to her, okay? It happened, it was real and it happened and she couldn't get past it. And everyone knew it and it was like poison all the time from her in in, in regards to relationships. And I tell you, she was one of the most gifted, most beautiful people I've ever met. She had everything going for her. She was beautiful. Okay. She had all so many talents happening. But what happened is she became so toxic that even the men that really wanted to get with her couldn't because she didn't allow them to. Okay, What she did was she fenced off that part of her life and closed it off permanently. As she watched her partner have children because they went on to have a family. They went on to have kids and and all that stuff. And she never had children. She refused to marry. And it just, she just was sour grapes and lemons all the way to her grave. Okay. 
Really, it, it really was not a good thing, okay? But there's a method to this type of madness, <laughs> all right? There's a method to the madness, and it's just what I just said to you. That's the way it has to be handled, okay? If the other half, if your friend, if you go to your friend with what I just recommended, and they say, well, screw you, I don't care how you feel about it, then you want to know something? They didn't do the right thing, okay? And, and I would tell them that if I was facing them, I would say, that's not fair. It's not fair to, to do that to someone that you know there's already a tie there, a bond there, and you just run away and say, deal with it. Well, sometimes the very fate of that attitude demolishes those relationships. That, that's, the flip, that's the risk that you take there, really, really. Okay, just getting on down with it, you know what I mean? Sometimes the fate of that really bad attitude ends those relationships in time. Okay, so if you want good karma surrounded by, to surround something that is very um, uh, sensitive and um, uh, delicate, it's like trying to walk on, on, on fresh eggs. It's like, oh, you're never going to do it, right? Can we walk on fresh eggs? No, but when they cooked in heart, they can, right? We can, right? It'll be very, very difficult in the relationship. And uh, I, I can't emphasize this more. When you're in relationships, people, we want nothing but blessings around it. It's very important sometimes to get the right blessings. It is important. I know a lot of people, well, you can't tell me what I can do, and I'm going to do it anyway because I'm grown and this and that. Having the blessings of certain relationships that, ha- that are sitting in high places with you and especially if they were your best friend and the things they did for you, or if they were a sibling, they're part of the family. Mm, you really want to go about those relationships the right way, on the right road, and you really want to. You really want to have their blessings. However, you need to get those blessings. You need those blessings. Okay. You do not want to create bad karma, bad feelings, and bad energy that will embrace those relationships. That's what I tell those people on that question that, you know, you don't want to come to the table type of thing. It will end and it will end because you did not do it the right way. You can go off and and marry and be with whoever you want to be with. But the very fact that you didn't travel on the right road will send nothing but bad vibes, bad energy and karma. Okay. It'll end in a certain... And a lot of people will tell you that they'll run away and they get, well, do it your way, but I'm going to tell you, you're never going to last. How many people have said that to you in your relationships? And it ends, right? right? It's, it's like, oh my God, they gave me the curse of doom, right? And it didn't last. You meet someone, you love them. Um, sometimes it's a horseshoe and a blessing that we get that people come back to us with so much understanding, Okay. Uh, but all of this can really, really work out, and it can work out beautifully. Just do the right thing. And all parties, I say, do the right thing. Okay, next. Arranged marriages. Okay. There, um, uh, you know, there is, arranged marriages are as old as the earth. <laughs> okay. Arranged marriages are as old as the earth. Okay. We've been doing arranged marriages forever, since, since the onset of our existence. Okay. Adam and Eve were just thrown together. You know, she did not have her choice of 
all these different atoms here is atom number one number two and 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 which one will it be behind the door which door you choose you know she didn't have a choice right she was stuck with Adam one and that's it there was Adam one and there was Eve one period he didn't have his choice either you know he can go to the bar and see well which one is the prettiest and which one is am I going to have the, the most fun with you know so arranged marriages have been happening since it's, it's as old as the dirt of the earth, right? Today, arranged marriages are still as popular today as they were back then. It just comes in. A, now today, they come in a lot of different packages. They're kind of shielded by things, right? They, they come in a lot of different forms today, right? And one of the ways that they're most done is by our parents, right? Our parents really like that boy he's from a good family you know it's amazing and the parents start doing all this while you're a child and you don't even know it you just don't even know it you know your buddies you know them they're the neighbor they're the this they're the that you go to school with them and all along you know these these people these grown people are working you know behind you trying to set up the circumstances to put you together because whatever the reasons are, you know, whatever the reasons are, I might have to conclude my show in a minute, but we'll see what happens here. So I, I say to you, for, for people who are opposing it, because there's still parents that say, um, you know, I really like the boy that you brought home before, and, 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 and parents allow you to know that they're disappointed, right? Some people will say, well, if you do that, I'll disown you, or sometimes there is a uh, a discipline that comes with not going according to their plan, the parents, and a discipline for which they decide to be. A lot of people will say, I used to know someone, not personally, but I knew I'm someone that said to me, the reason they can't be with me because their parents will cut them out of the will. They'll actually disown them, right? And it, it was a person of, of a race for which their parents did not want them to, to, to be with. So they had a partnership, but they had the partnership in secrecy. Okay. So their partnership, their partnership was held in secrecy. Okay. So in other words, the, the person had their, um, the eye on this person. They actually went and they had a baby together and everything. And it was all done in secrecy. <laughs> parents never knew about it, right? They saw this person, they dated this person, and they actually made a commitment to this person, and the parents never knew a word about it. Why? Because the, of, of, of what the expectations and who this person was supposed to marry, okay? So it's like that, okay? And, and every different form you can think of, and, and sometimes our parents are very forward about it and will say, will give you the ultimatum and sometimes they put it on the line you know if you do this you know this is going to happen a lot of people are like that and that's the way some people are okay and we live by that or not it's your it's your choice what you decide to do and other times um parents aren't so forward and and they're just riddled with disappointment <laughs> okay they're just riddled with disappointment that you didn't marry that boy, that man, I loved him so much. I don't know why you had to marry, drag him in here. You know what I mean? And they just make your lives damn miserable, right? We know those people out there. And, and sometimes it ends up in divorce because of all the pressures from our people. So there's, there's a lot of amazing stories that happen 
from this type of thing, people wanting to choose for you romantically. It's not always easy, people, right? There's both sides of the story. For the parents, they say because it's a financial thing, it's a reputation thing, we got it. It's sometimes it's security, it's protection, right? They have something that they're trying to protect, all right? This is why they're, they're going through all this stuff. And then on the other side of the table, there's, well, you know, I love who I love. You can't dictate. I'm grown. And it's that side. It's very, very difficult sometimes to meet in the middle. But every now and then, there is a percentage of a chance that can. Okay? So depending on what side of the table that you sit on, I say have the conversation. Okay? Nothing is going to happen and anyone's wishes... You can't even compromise something you don't discuss, okay? You cannot compromise something you cannot talk about, okay? You've got to come to the table, okay? You've got to go to the table with your parents and you can say, um, I understand that you like that one, but you want to know something? My heart is really saying no to that one. I don't want that, right? I don't want that. Please don't make me, right? And then the parents have a rebuttal. It's like being in the courtroom, right? It's like having a conversation with attorneys, yes? You have to come to the table, and somewhere here there's... Once people hear you... I, I will always come from this belief that once people hear your heart, not your mind, not the anger of your brain, of our mind going crazy, okay? Once people hear your heart talking... Sometimes people, it changes everything, okay? So that's what I say to you. Go to the table. If you say no, you can't go to the table, anything can happen. You might risk losing a relationship and losing people that really mean something extremely significant to you. And that is the cost of that, not meeting at the table, right? It happens to countries, right? Countries say, well, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. So they never come to the meeting, right? And us, and us people, we hear about it. Well, they were supposed to meet. It was unscheduled, but they never, they, nobody wanted to go to the table, right? This is different. This is intimate. This is straight to the heart, okay? You've got to go to the table on this question, Okay? Or you risk losing everything. You've got to go to the table, okay? You've got to do it. It's worth it, okay? To say you don't go to the table would be the, the, the stupidest thing in hindsight that will occur in your future. Because in hindsight, you will say, fucking A, oops, you can bleed that out. You'll say, it wasn't worth it, okay? I'm now such and such of age, and I did what they wanted me to do, and I hate myself for it. I shouldn't have done it, right? And the parents might say the same thing. I gave them an ultimatum and told them who to love, and I lost them because of it. You understand how this is a big risk for everybody, right? Everybody's at risk to lose something very big at this table, okay? Until you decide to meet, okay? I do not believe we should ever give someone an ultimatum about something that's so close to the heart. I, don't, I think you can tell people something. 
I think you can advise them. Okay, but when you give an ultimatum, ooh, it really changes the very meaning of what of what the heart is of what love is supposed to do. Don't you believe that? It changes the meaning and definition of what the heart is meant to do. So, how do you give someone an ultimatum if you don't? I will. Okay, if you don't, I'll disown you. If you don't, I. You know what I mean? I'm going to disappear. You know what I mean? Let's go back to the last show. Look at the bottom line here. What is the bottom line? You got to go there on this question. What's the bottom line? Do you love these people? Yes, yes. You got to you, you got to you got to do some talking here. Otherwise, hindsight, you can never go back there 30, 40 years from today. You made that choice and you had a decision. There was a there was options on that table, okay? And we all know hindsight is a terrible place to be in our lives, isn't it? Nobody wants to ever be sit at that table. What I would say to you as a as on a on a parents, and and I understand that because I'm a parent now, and I and I understand it. I understand you want your child to be with blah, you know, a certain type of people because of it's it's a, it's a, it's a hundreds or maybe thousands of reasons that you want your children to be with certain people. But if they come to you and they have fallen in love with something that you're wayward about i would say to you talk to them and and just say you know what i want to talk to you today this is how i feel okay and tell them how you feel okay don't give them an ultimatum but tell them how you feel tell them about speak of value worth okay talk about their future how it relates to their life, how it relates to the family, and all of those amazing things, okay? Talk to them like they're intelligent people that's worth the time, okay? The other side of the table, someone is saying they're going to cut you out of the will, they're going to disown you, they're not going to talk to you, and all those things. That's very hard to hear, isn't it? It's very harsh. It's cold. It comes out as cold, right? It comes out as, def- it's received as defiance, okay? It's received as, you don't love me. It's received as, I'm just a thing and not a person of value. That's the way it's received, people, when you do these things to people. That's the real, real. Listen to what these people now have to say, why they love these people. You know, say, say you know, I understand you wanted me to do this, but here's why I want to do that okay and say it okay i love and you and and allow your heart to talk at this table if you allow anything else to talk at this table but your heart you're going to lose okay you're going to lose something very big here okay allow your heart to talk at the table and i believe when you allow your heart to talk at the table there's some winning that will happen here there's something to be won here Okay, instead of people feeling a loss. I don't believe anyone should really have a loss at this table. And a lot of people do, and a lot of families, and I said, a lot of families do not share Thanksgiving table together for these reasons, okay? That they don't talk about, and they cut these people out of their lives, and it's finished, it's over, okay? Allow your heart to do the talking, okay? Uh, Don't allow the will to talk, (laughs) all right? Don't allow the inheritance to talk. 
all right don't allow how you hate the person that you you don't like a certain race of people all right to open up its mouth my god don't go there okay oh you'll lose you'll lose everything allow the heart to do the talking see and and uh What's really important is to be a really good listener here at this table. You're going to hear something that you've never heard before. Okay. You're going to hear something you've never heard before because you weren't listening. All right. You weren't listening to what was important to your people. Okay. That they fell in love with someone. You weren't listening. And perhaps you never really got to know them because I say, I really do believe that when we get real close to people, that we kind of know who what type of person they're going to go for at the caliber person you know even sometimes what she might look like you know we sometimes know that it's like you you can kind of figure it out maybe it's because you don't want to know that but if you're being really honest with yourself and you really are bonded to those people you'll kind of know all right you're gonna know right you're going to know kind of who they like, even very quietly. It's very hard to hide, folks, right? When we're living in the same house and stuff, it's very hard to say, you know, I really don't know my child. And in case in point, if you really, really, reality, you never really got to know your child. But we really kind of know, okay? So it never really should come on you as a, as, 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 a, as a block of bricks, as a surprise who they fell in love with. It really shouldn't be that much of a surprise if you really got close with your people, okay? Um, it's very, very important to me. You know, I'm in the business here of keeping families together. I am not in the, in the divorce business. I don't do divorce shows. You know, I just do, I give people the best advice that I know that will enhance their relationship and that will give their relationships honor on every side, no matter what side of the table or who you're looking at. That's what, that's the business that I'm in here on this podcast. Okay. It would be, I would be a hypocrite if I did it any other way. So, you know, if you don't like that, if somebody walked up to me and showed me that they didn't like something I was saying, then you know what? You don't have to stand before me and you don't have to listen and support my show. Okay, that's your choice, all right? But my choice is the value that I see in our, in our world is that there's not enough people that are coming to the table. Okay, we're running away. We're taking the easy way out. And it cost us big 20 years later to 30 years later down in our life we're miserable okay there's a lot of unhappy people in this world folks for a reason it's not just the little things you know you 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 drop your socks in the middle of the room type thing it's really down to the core deep things that people come to acceptance with and then they get very mad about it okay late very late in life we get pissed off all right this is about coming to uh, a place in your life that you open up your mind, okay, to listen, to bond with people, to see their value, to see their worth. Do you really love them or is it because a lot of people have a lot of selfish love. I love you if, okay, I love you, you know, only if you do that and only because of that, you know what I mean? So it's got, it's got all these strings attached to it, okay. But what you'll discover when you become a, a, a better listener of people's hearts, okay, about what's, 
really good for them. You're gonna, because at the end of the day, you're really going to want, if you truly love someone, okay, and it doesn't have all these angles and ties attached to it, you're always going to want what's best for them, what makes them happy. Really, okay. Not what you coerced, what you forced them into, okay, what you sat on them about and what you threatened them with or your, or your absentee, you know, that you drop out of their lives because of it, okay, or that, right? But that you really want them to be happy. And how does that translate in life, people? It's very simple. It translates that if you really want to create happy people, you really want them to be with who they love, okay? It's just that. And it very well might be one of the people that you have lined up for them, all right? It might be part of that lineup, you know? Who knows what can happen, right? It very well might be part of the type or even the type of person that you wish. But what I say to you is, is, is an outsider, is I say, be a really good listener, pay attention, okay and go and if you're conflicted about i know i shouldn't be putting this on them but i'm doing it and i don't know am i being selfish or not i would say to you um don't do anything at that time then if you feel you're in that space with those questions i would say get closer to the person that you're talking about okay bond a little bit more with them talk a little bit more with them and more than anything be a little better of a listener to them okay pay more attention to them so that you really occlude into what's important to them okay be a better listener okay and I really do believe and enroll in this entirely that when we become that close to people when we love them that much it's not it's not a kind of love that's possessive over them you you see where I'm going with this okay when we love them that much it, it changes the kind of love that you have for them. Okay, it's a different, there's a lot of different kind of loves, people, right? And the possessive kind of love is dangerous. It really is, it's dangerous. And it's very risky because when we, come, when we put those kind of ties on people, it, the kind of pressure that those people feel, when those ties break, you lose those people and you could lose them for your whole life. Okay, you could wake up one day and completely not have any access to them at all okay get close to them don't do anything see what happens listen okay and i could never and i and i never on uh, i and never in this type of question tell people what to do because it's not my place to do but i just advise you that if you want to keep everything intact and if you want to keep everyone happy that you'll get you'll 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 get closer okay, to discover what's really important to them. And you will unselfishly work closer to those conditions and come away from the ones that could snap, okay? The ones that, yikes, it's a tight rope here. I don't know how it's going to go, right? It could snap. And when, when things snap, we all know what happens, right? Ouch, you know, somebody gets hurt. And usually everybody at the table get that, you know, it's, it walks away wearing a big Band-Aid, okay? All right, so that's, that's how I feel on that question, arranged marriages type of thing. Arranged marriages is in all kinds of forms. And 
what I would say to you, just to end it here, wrap it up here, a lot of arranged marriages is from a friend of a friend knows this or that. But you know the difference on those arrangements? As those people are working for you and in your flow, okay? They're not working against you. It's a very different, it's a big difference on those arrangements. And those also are arranged marriages. Oh, I have a friend of a friend and oh my God, he is so great for her or she is so great for him or they're so great partners, right? It's very different. It changes everything. The change here is that they're working for you. This, it's, like having an, a, a, it's like having an advocate, you know, in, working in your glory behind you. They're, they're like, okay, what's going to be best for these people? They're working for you, in your, walking in your direction and, 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 and streaming in your flow. Changes everything. Those arrangements are beautiful and they're amazing. And a lot of those arrangements are, are really tremendously amazing relationships. We hear, well, I, I hear and I read about those relationships. They come, they come in the forms of blind dates. They come in the form as I have a friend of a friend of a friend. Or you knew someone, but you didn't really know them. And somebody brought you together and this and that and the, and, and the other. Okay, but the point, of, the point of the matter is, is they're working for you and not against you. The arranged marriages where you're working against a grain, it's like trying to cut a grain of wood in the wrong direction. Tell me how, tell me how clean you may cut it. It may, that job may get done. But what does that wood look like when you're finished? <laughs> okay, it's, it's nasty, right? It's every, it's, every, it's every little thread going in a different direction. It's a flipping mess to clean, yes? You want it to be clean. And when it's clean, it's smooth. And when things are smooth, people don't feel ruffled. And when there's no ruffles and edges and all that stuff, people mostly are happy. That's really what you want to be going with. And then it won't be so complicated and it won't be so difficult. Yes? Okay. My next question. Help me. (laughs) Okay. I've fallen out of love, but I don't want to leave. Okay, so what this is, that happens to a lot of marriages and it happens to a lot of people who are extremely, extremely loyal people. They take, I had an oath and they wear it on their sleeves and they're like, I can't leave. I don't love them like I should love them and I know I should love them. But damn it, I took an oath and you're looking at, you know, all these kids, you know, you're like all these children, right? And you don't want to split up all the stuff you own and you have all these business and it's messy. Yes. I, I go to the bottom line. Okay. The bottom line is you don't love them. Okay. That's the bottom line. Okay. And, and the fact that you don't love them, I, I, I don't. I shoot real straight here, and I think it's really black and white. I think you have to leave, okay? You don't love them, okay? I believe that you have to leave, and no matter what your traditions are, no matter the oath, a lot of times people, are they're embarrassed because their parents, oh my God, what am I going to tell everybody? The business associates, you know, everybody knows. Sometimes it leaves us feeling successfully as failures, you know, we, we feel like success failures if we divorce, you know, have these divorces in our families. We don't want to split the kids up, the courts come, you know, it's a mess. But the bottom line, people, is you don't love them, okay? All right. You don't love them. You got to go, all right? You got to go, all right? <laughs> all right? 
Let me tell you all the reasons why. Okay. And that's why I always have asked my girlfriends who are having fights with their girlfriends, I'm going to put them out, I'm going to leave and stuff. I would always tell her to stop, to stand still for a minute. Because I would ask, do you love him? Because if you love him, don't do all these things because it's going to hurt. Okay. Don't, don't take the actions of breaking up if you still want to be here. That's dumb. Okay. If you still love people, don't put them out. Okay. Bring them closer. Find out what the problem is. Let it really be worth your while if you still love the man. Okay. So I always say, you know, my girlfriends, they get so mad. They, the first thing women want to do is put them out. And, and, and out means a lot of different things. It don't, doesn't always mean, you know, out from the outside of the house at the front door. It means out of intimacy. You know, that means the women sometimes, right? You cut him off from, from love. You just cut him dead from love. You don't give him anything. You know, nurturing or otherwise, I'm not doing that. He's in the doghouse. And you make him stay there for a while. And it's, and it's, and it, and it's not a learning curve for him, but it's punishment. It's a discipline. It's a form of punishment, people. Whether it's men or women doing it, it's a form of punishment. And I don't agree with it. I don't enroll in it at all, okay? I say if you're in love with people, but you want to put them out because you're that angry, then pull them closer to you to fix it, that you're in love, okay? Don't, don't make them go further away from you unless you've decided, I want to leave. If you want to leave, this is the first step. Put them out. <laughs> right? That's the first step to leaving, right? But let's be clear. That is the first step to out. Let's be very clear about that. It's the first step to out. What does out mean? Out means a lot of different things. And a lot of people don't really get this, okay? Because a lot of people, they get angry, they put them out. But, when, but remember, when you cut someone off of love, that that means they're free for someone else to now look at them, okay? That's what it means, people. That means you may have cut them off from love, but you still want to be there. But remember, they're still loving human beings. They want to love, maybe even if you don't love them, they want to love somebody that's going to love them back or know how to reciprocate that. Okay. So the, whether it be the first, no matter, depending on how disciplined your partners are when you decide to cut them from love, but you still want to live there and be court and, and run the, and run the image and run through the motions like it's still one big happy. Here's what happens in those marriages, relationships. Sometimes those people are so loyal to you, they'll give you everything and they, and, and, and they, are, are believing, they have a, a belief system going that if they just keep trying, if they keep working on you, if they just do a little bit of that, a little bit of this, that it will bring you back to them emotionally when in fact you've just said it's not, you, you're not, because when people say they're not in love, that is like, it's, it's kind of like finalizing something, right? It's like a death, really, when they say they no longer love you. Yes, it's like it's finished here, right? With that cycle, with, with that cycle comes this. With that cycle comes this. 
they'll be so in love with you and now they're on, they're 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 on a treadmill they're on the what is it the peloton thing they're pedaling away they're pedaling they're okay if i just cook a little more right if i cook his favorite meals if i show up in this lingerie if i just lose some weight if i get rid of those friends if i take this, this certain kind of job if i'm this type of mother i can you know i can change him i can change it i can change it i can change it and you you come to discover many years later that none of those things matter that you now have been living and giving all of that energy into something that could not be revived, <laughs> okay? It's not breathing, right? You just did all of those things and it's still dead, okay? It's still dead. It's as dead as the first day it was. It's the day that you enrolled into the belief that you could revive it, okay? Resuscitate it and bring it back to life. It's dead. It was dead then. It's still dead now, 20 years later, Yes? You have to be able to recognize the signs. But what I say on the other, on the, on the other side, when people really don't love you, and come on, people, you know what those signs are when people don't love you. Come on. You know what those signs are. Let me give you a hint. When you first get together, are you doing anything for each other? No. And are they crazy in love and madly? They can't wait to hear your voice. They can't wait to be there. They can't wait to do whatever you decide to tell them to do. They're going to do it and they're going to do it a million times if you ask them. Yes? You got to go back to that moment. That, that, that time in your life. You got to go back to that. Wait a minute. They were this crazy about me back then and I wasn't doing a G-Darn thing for them. If anything, I had them jumping over this, that, and the other. And they were doing it and they were doing it very effectively and they were coming back for more every time. Yes? That's, what you ha- that's where you have to go back to. Okay? You got to go back to that. Okay? That it did not matter all the things you did. They said they didn't, they, they, they stopped loving you. Okay, and now you have to look at that, what that means. Okay, you have to look at what that means, people. Okay, they have cut you off from love. And how does that feel to you? Huh? It's foul, right? Somebody just committed foul, okay, in the relationship. It is the, the number one taboo things not to do is to cut love from you. That wasn't part of the agreement. Okay, the mar- because what does marriage mean? I don't have to recite that, but it means it's the promise of many beautiful things. It's the promise that together in unity we figure things out. That's the first thing that we're going and we're both talking, we're negotiating and all this and that, right? It didn't say you're going to stop loving me while I can keep loving you. That's not, that wasn't part of the agreement, right? It's promises of a loving, nurturing, beautiful life most times. But what it really promises underneath all that stuff is that your intentions are good. Okay. It's the promises of this may not land in a perfect place all the time. But let me tell you something. 99.9% my intentions are good that I'm driving to be in the right destination you know, I'm piloting this plane to land according to your rules, which will best please you, that your intentions are in alignment, which you agree to. Okay, so that's the deal. So on both sides of the table, I asked you both to go there. Okay. 
to to want to stay in something where point blank you say you're not in love but you don't want to leave because you have all these things at stake that you don't want to split up right sometimes that's the reason sometimes the reason you don't want to leave becomes right down to business you know it's a business decision i can't leave man right you know she's gonna wipe me out of all my money you know what i mean I'll be living on a couple of cents a day. I can't leave. She's going to take me to the cleaners. I can't do it, right? You got to know all this stuff in advance prior to getting married, okay? Because these are the rules of the game, okay? But to stay there and to live in, in a relationship that promised you something and then not deliver is horrible, and I would never advise anyone to do that forever and a day. I say you must end those relationships, okay? Because people need love. They need to be nurtured. They need intimacy, okay? That the power of touch on people, to be hugged by people, all right? To be loved on and kissed and cherished and to be given worth and then to be valued, Okay? That's what it's, that's what it all, that's what it is in life. Even the animals know how to do it, okay? We can go to the zoo and see this thing happen. It's, it's happening right before our very, uh, very own eyes. If you have multiple animals in the house, right? The cat is in bed with the dog. Yes, I had that. Everybody slept in the same bed, right? And one time I had two dogs and one cat. And you want to know something? There was a bed in every room. And what bed did they all sleep in? They slept in one bed. There was a cat and there was the two dogs and they had their choice of any bed in the house. Okay. That's where they wanted to be with each other because they need that. Okay. We need that people. The best advice I could give you that is healthy and it is the most healthiest advice is to start making the arrangements to leave. Okay. And it's the way of the land with you. You have families and children, but here's what I'll say to you. You're not doing them a favor. You're showing and giving them examples because if you think you're able to hide that from your children, you cannot hide that from your children, people. It shows up and it shows up big. They will be at the Thanksgiving, ta- Thanksgiving table when they're 40 and saying mom and dad hated each other. Okay. Do what's healthy for the family. Okay, it'll be healthier for you. It gives you an opportunity to love and receive love. It gives your partner an opportunity to receive and give love. I'm going to end this show right here on that. Okay, I love you so very much. Love each other. Listen, okay, get close. What are the values of love? Okay, do that checklist. The values of love is that you should be loved. You should be loved. And there should be someone there to love you. That's it. It's just that simple. You should be loved and there should be someone there to love you. Okay? That should answer that question. Until next time, people. I wish you everything beautiful. Until next time. Good night.